Hey, Roll Nine and Three Quarter friends, your DM Frankie here. Wanted to give you the scoop on something very exciting coming down the pipe. We're gearing up, along with other shows on Mischief Media, to launch a brand new Patreon. I'm letting you know a bit early so that once it does launch, you can go over immediately and check out the awesome community we're building. There's going to be merch and bonus content and a super fun Discord where we can all hang out and chat and talk together. Um, we can talk theory and whatnot, but I probably won't give you too much because I can give spoilers. I'm not going to do that. Consider yourself officially invited to come and play with us. The only thing more official would be an owl tapping on your window with a letter on his foot, but I don't think we can arrange that just yet. So I hope to see you guys there. Well, welcome to the next chapter of Roll Nine and Three Quarters. We have Dolly and Carl <laughs> here, along with your hello, your rambunctious DM. Hello, Amelia will be in the episode. She's just not here right now. We've we've voted her out. We're replacing her with a new person. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is chapter four. Sweet. And it's been a little bit of time, but... How's, how's your 2020 been so far? I don't know. John and I are getting married. <laughs> that's true. <gasps> oh, that's right. Oh we haven't God. announced it on the podcast yet, oh have we? Oh, my gosh. No, I don't no. think we have. Oh, my gosh. I hear jingle spells. Wait, wedding bells? Never mind. They didn't work. Jingle spells. Oh, my gosh. Can we put <laughs> jingle spells on the wedding playlist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dementor. Yes. Actually, or wedding spells. Oh, wedding spells. Has anyone ever got married wedding at Christmas spells. and then just played Christmas songs at the reception? Because that would be awful. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like a nightmare. And two pe- the two people who did that yeah, now cry. No, no offense <laughs> to our two listeners that happened to get married at Christmas. What's been going on, you guys? We we got like three episodes. Where are the kids at? What's happening with the kids? Well, yeah, so we should do a slight recap of the episode before because it has yeah. been a hot minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with work and everything, it can kind of add up, and I'm, I apologize. Um, they don't care. But They're at the same happy time, they got one now. It's fine. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're still finding our rhythm. I'm new to this. We're all new to this, so mm-hmm. they'll be coming out more and more frequently now, now that stuffs like the holidays and whatnot. But um, yes, um, so on the last episode, I will recap this unless John, you want to. Oh, I'll give you what I remember. Oh boy. So the kids, they're like, "Cool, we're at Hogwarts. What's what's up? Do we have class yet?" And at first, we have breakfast. Yeah. And we're going to go down there and we got these magic breakfast plates and the plates are like, what do you want? And the kid thinks about what he wants and then the plate just makes the food. It's fantastic. I wish I had one of those memory. plates. And so, um, you know, we had this opportunity with uh, Professor Head, Headmistress Streep. She comes and she's like, show me your wands, everybody. And uh, we go through and we learn a little more about some of our wands. Mm-hmm. And that was really cute. You'll have to go back and listen to that if you forgot. And then eventually we we go back to our common room, right? And you guys go to uh, Professor Streep's office because she wanted to talk to oh, that's, Dolly. That's right, Dolly. What do you remember from that? Uh, she talked a little bit about Dolly's mother and revealed that she knew Dolly's mother. Oh, that's right. She taught Dolly's mother. <gasps> she, mm-hmm. Sweet. 
gas. Okay, that's that was that was new information. And then that's about it because that's when you guys leave. Oh, didn't we try to? I was trying to like look through the walls to see what the nearby magic was or whatever, and my damn spell kept blowing up on me every time. I'm like Seamus with the my wand executions. Just... You can blame your DM for that little shenanigan because no. I was commuting. Yes, I was communicating something very specific. It's like, have you ever seen a thermal image of like a room and like. The people are like more red and like yeah. the walls and everything would be like blue mm-hmm. because it's going by temperature. That was how I was imagining that spell and that whatever the hottest thing in the room or the most magical thing in the room would be like a brighter like red. And like the least magical thing, even if it is a magical thing, would be like the coolest color in the spectrum. And, like, the differences between those colors would show you, like, you know, hot zones of, like, magic or, like... But you're not the DM. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, but it's fair to, like... like true. to to prob- To visualize when you problem solve. Yeah. Like, in my head, it's very similar, but the only thing is that there's just so much of it, it's all screaming. And oh, so yeah. when you so when you blend, yeah, it makes like sense. and the and honestly, like to to kind of like take in the homebrew aspect of this version of the D and D we're playing is because Hogwarts is all magical. Mm-hmm. When it it just this, the point of that spell is to see if there's something significant around. Yeah, and so normally when you're playing D and D and you're walking down the forest and you do detect magic and you see like a magic tree, it's a big deal. When the whole forest is magic, <laughs> then it's like, oh, then these trees are like, like, so I, I need to be better at kind of communicating <laughs> some of these things. But no, that's the idea. That's fine. I mean, if, if that spell worked precisely as I described it, it would be like overpowered in the world of like looking for clues and like trying to find like anything worthwhile in the castle. Oh, I get it because when I play D and D, like my poor DM, his name's Dylan, was probably <laughs> like crying every time because I'd cast uh-huh. detect magic every five effing minutes. <laughs> That's funny. like we're in a new room. Detect magic. He's like, oh. <laughs> all I did was detect magic and fly as a sorcerer. <laughs> That's all perfect. I did. Yeah. That's and I would Frankie teleport would occasionally. That, that is basically yeah. That's a, that's a Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> if you could fly, like forget about it. That's oh basically goodness. all you'd ever do. Frankie would be so annoying if he could fly. Oh my god! <laughs> be like Frankie, can you go grab that over there? She'd be like, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I used to always imagine myself having like giant bird wings, but yes. now I kind of like the idea of having giant moth wings. But I still love the notion of flying short distances, but having my wings be so big, they disrupt the environment. Like you could ask me, can you get something from the kitchen? I'm like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can just mess up the whole living room and I fly 10 feet to the kitchen. Yes, I love that. <laughs> like, here you go. Frankie, if you could either be magically given the power of flight, whereas you could fly like Superman and go up thousand feet in the air, or you could have wings, like the most beautiful winged creature you could think of, but you could only go 200 feet in the air. Which one would you pick? Oh, that's so hard. Could I make, are they, are, can the wings be like ripped off me and then I can never fly? Or is it like they magically a part of me that, that I always have them? Could someone capture me and like take my wings off like Angel from the X-Men? 
No, no. I mean, like they they're permanently on you, but like they collapse and like you can put them under your coat and like people wouldn't even know. Oh, but, oh like, if I you, could hide you the wanna wings. You want to use them? They can come out real big and everything. And they oh, can... then I would I'd want the wings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I, I mean, like how often am I gonna need to go a, a thousand feet in the sky? <laughs> really? That's true. like I'm sorry. Like especially if I could have big old like purpley green yeah. moth wings with these really cool patterns in it that I could like put over my head to cover me from the rain yeah. or wear like a cape or something. That'd be great. <laughs> oh gosh. That's exactly what I thought you would pick. Me too. <laughs> Shocking. Okay, well uh let's see. That was a good recap. John, thank you. I think we should just get into the episode. All right. I guess there's something else. Let's go grab Melissa here real quick and tell her we're ready to do the thing. Let's do yeah. it. Oh, wait, wait. What's something I do want to go over real quick oh. is if you look on our Twitter oh, yeah. at Roll934, you'll see that we have a character sheet up where we can have you guys like populate Hogwarts. Now, the biggest thing to remember for this is make a... A level five wizard, warlock, or sorcerer. Only those three classes. You have to be human. You get to pick which house you are, and then you have to roll your stats and pick your spells. It sounds kind of complicated. It's not too complicated. If you have questions, you can tweet at us or tweet at me, and then I'll do my best to walk you guys through it. Uh, you can fill out the form, tweet it back to us, um, and then... I when I need a random character or whatever, I can pull from the pile and. Uh, role play wise, it's going to be what it needs to be for the story, but I will let you keep your house and your your class nice. and your spells and stuff. So that sounds so fun. It'll be fun. I hope that, so. That sounds super cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, now let's go get Melissa. Everybody, grab on the part uh, on the port key. Here we go. You are now listening to Roll Nine and Three Quarters. other fifth editions gathering at the door a large woman who's bent over like all like like all crickety she's waiting there with a with a, a big old smile on her face as you guys walk down the staircase and meet up with the class you're there with the first years so lucy is there as well she's standing very close to the front with a huge smile on her face very eager for class to start uh the other fifth editions are gathering around as well uh, Harriet is in the back and she uh, she waves at you guys as you guys approach and you hear all right everyone my name is Professor Richter but I want you to call me Sandy oh hey Sandy, <laughs> hey, Sandy. <laughs> nice to meet you all and uh, she you you get a good look at her and that you're closer and she is Imagine the, you know, the Wicked Witch from Snow White. Uh-huh. 
Not when she's sure. in her, like, not the queen, when she's in her, like, hag form. Sure. Yeah. So it's that, it's it's like that-ish, but she's just oh, larger. She's a large hag? A large hag-ish woman. Oh, wow. So she's, like, <clears throat> she's she's just a bit taller. She's not, like, huge. She's just not, like, she's not, like, crumpled over. She's not, like, four feet tall. She's a good six foot three, but just wow. hunched over. Okay. So Thanks. hunched over, she's, uh, like, a five nine, five ten. Long fingers, very pleasant expression on her face, but the really sharp nose and high, like, aggressive cheekbones. She looks like she has the warts, and her skin is, like, a pale blue. And her hair is a, oh, oh, like, snow, snow white. Like, beautifully white hair. Really long and silky, tied up into a bun that has, like, a twig keeping it in place with branches. Okay. And she's dressed, she's dressed kind of nice, nothing nothing crazy, but still, like, all hunchy and, and haggish. She says, my name is, so call me Sandy, and follow me! And she walks out the door, and you guys start exiting the castle. She's leading you out towards the, the Forbidden Forest, past her cottage out there. As you pass the cottage, you guys are, she starts saying like, now I take care of the grounds and I teach care of magical creatures. And as she says that, uh, she transforms mid-sentence into a crow and she flies over. But as she transforms into a crow, she maintains woman head. So it's just her body is the animal, but she keeps her head as the woman. And she talks to you guys as she's is doing it. Is it a human size head? Like a harpy? Um, it, 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 it adjusts. Like it, they're balanced. So it's a, the crow is bigger than a normal uh, crow, and the head is a little bit smaller than a normal human head. But yeah, it's a it's a big human head on a crow body flying oh above you guys. She's like, and I teach magic uh, care of magical creatures, and then she's like, now follow me. So you kind of flies down. You guys take a, a left down this path, and when you look down, there's like the trees part, and you see a cottage. And there's a bunch of like pins, uh, like a, a little like I don't know, you know when you go to like a a petting zoo, and there's a bunch mm-hmm. of little like there's the little, where the goats are over there, and then like so there's all separate little pins. And she goes over and she goes by, so like we have some nifflers, and then when she does that, she turns into a niffler and walks through them, and she's all now watch out for your shiny things. And she wiggles her fingers and she like scoots under the fence and walks over and she transforms. Uh, into a, a baby hippogriff, but with her woman head. The prideful and loyal hippogriffs. And then the hippogriffs are in their pin and they're just playing with each other. And then she like jumps midair and transforms into a little liger cub. And she's like, ooh, and the fierce and lazy ligers. And the ligers kind of roar and roll <laughs> over. Is a liger then, like a lion and a tiger? Yep, like from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> can, while, while we're doing all this, uh, just to have some fun with Frankie, can I quietly cast Speak, anim- speak With Animals? So that I can hear all their voices. Uh, yeah, you can. I do. I do that. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just like I want to hear what they're talking about, and just without saying a word. Anything, or do you? Are you just good at it? Uh, I'm just good at no, it. That, no, that's just a spell that she casts on herself, and so it just okay. allows yeah. uh, allows her to um, speak to animals. So, when did you? When at what point did you cast it? 
around hippogriff. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Around hippogriff, you get the idea. And by the time you kind of like sort yourself and like, okay, this is how we do it. You do it. You pass the liger cubs. The liger, the her as the liger cub walks over to a tree and starts scratching her claws on it. And she does. She's like, and the bow chuckles. And then she kind of disrupts the tree. The bow chuckles kind of like uh, uh, poke their heads out going like. And if you do that, you hear. The Harriet. I mostly wanted to make Frankie talk like all the animals. I love this spell. This is the best the spell. Best. Uh, and then she turns back into her hack form, her hack form, and she's like, "Does anybody know a fun fact about bow chuckles?" Um, roll. If you guys both want to answer, you have to roll a dice to see who puts their hand up first. Amelia's listening to too many voices, John. Carl, you get on it. Carl's going to roll the dice here, and he got a three. Uh, right, but like uncontested, so. Well, Harriet raised her hand as well, and she got a six. Oh, well then. Harriet puts her hand up first, and she goes, Um, Harriet, uh, they, they have twig bodies, and they eat insects, and they camouflage themselves from muggles because they look like twigs. Uh, Sandy goes, oh, very good. Oh, she, now she looks at Carl, and she goes, she gestures, yes, you little boy. Um, bow truckles, they are, uh, they can actually unlock doors. Uh, they're really nimble and, uh, clever little creatures. Very good, very good. Uh, five points to the fifth edition. And so you guys get five points. Heck yeah. Uh, Holly raises her hand to Carl for a high five. <laughs> yeah. And then now, uh, Sandy goes, yes, little, little girl. Me? You put your hand up. It was mi- it was mistaken. Oh, because I put my hand. Oh, oh, I I don't know what a boat truckie is. Oh, okay. Well, I thought. Uh, well, another fun fact about them is if they live in a tree, that tree has good wand wood. Uh, oh. All of a sudden, she spins in a circle and it plumps down into a little like it looks like a llama kind of with a lady head on it. And she's like, and over here, you go to this one pin, and as you get closer to this pin, then for some reason, the 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 sky turns to nighttime. And when you and so when you're by the pin, a bunch of moon calves are in there, and they're all looking up when looking at the nighttime sky. What are they saying? <laughs> How does a moon calf sound? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. That's what they say. Are they are they like caged? Can Dolly try to try to touch one? Yeah, you can put your hand out. Yeah, so Dolly puts her hand out to pet one. It doesn't come over right away because it's so enamored with the. But as soon as you touch it, it makes eye contact with you and it looks at you and it goes. But Dolly, only Amelia hears that. Yeah, Amelia tells Dolly. Dolly's just petting it and being like, so cute. Wait, did you say Amelia tells me? She's going to tell her he's he's pointing out the stars. Oh. And then he breaks eye contact with you and kind of shakes his head and then looks back up and goes. <laughs> she turns back into her hack forms like, all right, students, let's step away from this pin. We don't need to be having nighttime classes. And so she walks back and you guys, uh, it, it becomes daytime once you leave proximity of the moon calf uh, little compartment. 
And she thought, now for our first lesson today, I need to find her voice. She's supposed to be British because she's from here. I just realized that. I'm going to, this is going to be a, I'm going to need to find her voice for because she's not, she's supposed to look creepy, but be endearing. And so I need to find a voice for that. (laughs) So she says, it's the first day of class. So the first day of class, we're going to do unicorns. Um, Oh, wow. Now, what I like to do for each class is this. Everyone grab hands and form a circle. Oh, There's a lot of well, hand holding just, at this school. That was just coming very, out of my mouth. Amelia's <laughs> <laughs> really like, hmm. It's unintentional. Uh, it's interesting. A little crunchy. Uh, uh, they hold hands. She starts whispering to herself. And as she whispers from herself, you guys start hearing like hissing and man tweet or tweeting and all these sounds that sound so foreign start like (laughs) shaping into coherent like thoughts in your head amelia you know the feeling of this spell Mm -hmm. she's casting to uh, speak with animals on every student in the class burned a slot for no reason gosh dang it yeah this is like this was hard on me because like dming i want to be like melissa don't do that i'm gonna be casting it it on you it was worth it it was worth it to make you do the moon calves preparing to have those people talk completely worth it you did make me talk for those animals Which is funny. You nice. made me cluck in the first episode. Awesome. So. <laughs> so there. It was, it was tit for tat. It's great. Uh, but that was funny. That was a good exercise for me not to like, not to speak out of turn. Like, oh, no, wait. Uh, so that's funny. So you guys can now speak with animals for the for this class. She's like, now, as my surprise, I can speak with animals with everyone here. I find it much better to teach about the animals when they can help teach me. And she, uh, she's like very happy with herself, and she turns into a brightly colored macaw and flies over and screams, Come here, horsey, horsey, horsey. And he jovially laughs. <laughs> Beautiful unicorn. Imagine a Clydesdale meets a gazelle. Oh. So like a really, really imposing large, but so elegant and just beautiful with a long spired uh, spinned horn that's like pure. It's like gold at the base, but then at the very, it it kind of ombres to the tip of completely clear. Beautiful, beautiful beast. And he's all, Mm. let me find the unicorn's voice. What part of him is completely clear? It's the tip, just the, the horn? Just the very, very tip of the, the horn. Like, nice. imagine the horn is at the base, gold, and at the very mm-hmm. tip, transparent. Nice. Like a, like a clear, like a clear crystal, not transparent. Mm. She calls, horsey, horsey, horsey. <laughs> and so the, uh, Morrissey, the unicorn, clip, clap, clip, clap, clip, comes up. And they are all, hello, kids. I'm a unicorn. And I'm here to teach you today about me and my kind. There is a very big misnomer in fairy tales that unicorns only appear to little girls. That is not true. Us ourselves, we, we don't conform to gender norms. We're, why would we be so biased? What questions do you guys have about unicorns now? Raise your hands. Mm. Carl raises his hand. Anyone else raise their hand? Uh, yeah, uh, Amelia. Okay, all everyone roll dice and tell me who gets the, the highest number. 17. Ooh. I haven't thought of a question yet. Do your number. 
supposed to add anything to these or are these just, just these are just to me it's just kind of fun for in the classroom dynamic sure, they yeah, roll like it's just kind of initiative like as you know that shot of hermione when her hair hand just darts up yeah you guys are rolling for that it's like whose little hermione hand is first is these are these rolls these are hermione hand rolls and eight okay so you're going third so uh amelia she's like um i've never seen uh unicorns in america where are you guys normally where, where are you all normally located? Unicorns are actually a very interesting innocence of our natural habitat is home. And so if there is a large cluster of magical people or creatures who are content and consider themselves at home, we reside on the edges of home. So like the Bronx and Queens, I got it. What? Yes, we, we are protectors of home and hearth. Like the suburbs. Exactly. Yes. Yes. We're from the suburbs. We're from. Mm. Cool. Our magic cool. is so strong because we are in tune with love and heart. Amelia makes a note to go to Staten Island sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should meet the unicorns from Staten Island. <laughs> it's a it's a tough place. It's a fun place. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Uh, not sure I really want to meet the unicorns from Staten Island. Oh, they're a, they're a fierce bunch. They're one of my favorites. Uh, now he they point over to Carl. So what's the deal with your blood? Is it like poison to wizards or is that just a rumor? Poison. It's not poison. The, I just... I, how can I explain this to you? Blood becomes hurtful if we are hurt. Mm. It can be poisonous. It's just... Do you understand? It's it's more, our blood is very very powerful and is actually quite abstract. Again, part of the source of our magic and why it's tied to such a large and encompassing force is love. Its strength is that it can be what it needs to be, and so sometimes it does need to be poison. Do you understand? Okay, I think I understand. Yes, you little little Brady over there. I love your braids, child. Thank you. <laughs> um, I heard that. Uh, y'all poop glitter? Is that true? <laughs> um, why don't we roll for it? Because I really want it to be true. <laughs> um, so let's have Dolly do a glitter poo roll. And I'm going to put the difficulty kind of high because it's just more fun that it's way. Ridiculous. It, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous, but I wanted to be true so bad. So, okay. um, I got it set in my head now. Go. 17. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> oh my it's goodness. It's true. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, that's very true. How did you know such a rare fact that we actively try and suppress? <laughs> As he nervously laughs and like, hmm. How did you know such a wonderful fact? And you get to pick because that was a good rule. Uh, I saw it on a on a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that. <laughs> the squatty potty. Oh, lovely. Mills like my mom owns one of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys see carrot? Actual oh, carrot here. He's far off, and he's all. <laughs> Dolly, you can talk to him. He kind of flutters. Oh, wait. So give me a perception check to see how how much you notice of Carrot walking in the background. I got 13 plus 3 is 6. 13. 
So Amelia notices first. So how do you communicate that to the gang? I just start smacking Dolly. That's carrot. It's carrot. What? This carrot. It's right over there. How would carrot get Did out? I just go southern? And he runs out of sight. Ah, carrot. <laughs> and just runs after him. Are are you uh afraid or just frustrated? Uh, a little concerned. But mostly frustrated. Okay, so this isn't like a height emotion thing. This is more like, no, a, no, oh, no. golly. Again. This is more like, again. Okay, cool. Yeah. So are you going to, as you, mind you, you were in the, so you're going to run over to care. So you, do you, are you sneaking, sneaking away from the kids? You're just going to like run no. in front of the class. No, I just, I just go. Okay, so you just run. Um, uh, what, Amelia and Carl, what are you guys doing? Um, um, Carl says, I look at Carl we'll and say, back. oh, never mind. Yeah. 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 We got it. Sorry, professor. We got to go help Dolly get, catch this chicken. So, okay. You, 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 you guys address the teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the unicorn is, let me, let me roll something real quick. Okay, cool. She was sitting in the back of the class with you guys. She was as a, a, a unicorn calf with her human head, but a horn coming out of it. And so you guys just address her as you're leaving. And she kind of goes, she's kind of, she noticed, she notices as you leave. So she heard you guys. So you guys run off. Um, and so now you guys are chasing after carrot. And so you, you, you go over a little hill. And you see down the hill, Carrot is running into the Forbidden Forest. Oh, no. Oh, boy. No hesitation. Dolly just keeps uh, going after him. And I'm start. I'm yelling, Dolly, you can speak to him. Oh, um, uh, uh, Carrot, Carrot, come back here. Did you cluck? Are you clucking? Oh, yeah, I guess I'm clucking. <laughs> Do it. Uh, I love it. I love that everybody gets to share the joy of the clucking. Okay. Uh. <laughs> You just hear um, a scream. Well, that but doesn't sound good. He's out of sight. You can't see. You can't hear him anymore. But you do hear as after you go, uh, you block a carrot. You do hear. And he's running. Mm. Uh, so you guys just keep running. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so far ahead is he now? Well, he, you guys were at the top of a hill. And by the time you got to the top of the hill, he ran down the hill and you saw him run into the mouth of the forest. There is a convenient hiking trail that it says hiking trail uh, seven forbidden forest. And it says the difficulty of it, elevation of it. It does give some information of the hike. It is a nature hike through the the forbidden forest. You guys remember that sign in the highlands? What was that sign? (laughs) Yeah, it's like about like uh, we're not responsible for when you die. Yeah. yeah, something about, like, danger of death or something. Yeah, danger of death. Exactly, that sign oh is there, God. danger of death, hex, and uh, being forever lost. <laughs> um, I have a cantrip that I can use right now, if I can do that. What is it? It's produced flame. Sure. So the flickering flame appears in your hand. The flame remains there for the duration and harms neither you nor your equipment. Sheds bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light for an additional 10 feet. Oh, cool. So, okay, so as you guys run into the Forbidden Forest, Amelia, you run up front, and I'll say you go, watch, uh, you'll snap your fingers, and as you snap in the palm of your hand, uh, a green flame uh, admits, and it's a bright, kind of a bright green light. Um, and and we're if calling you for give me an Arcana check, roll me a Arcana check. 
eight plus four, which is twelve. Yeah, so that's good. You uh, you realize if you focus, you can change the color of it. Oh, okay. So since the forest is green, uh, she changes it to like a like a red <laughs> right now. Ooh, cool. A yeah. nice a, a bright red flame light. Yeah, um, but not like bloody red, like 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 bright orangey red. Yeah, like a nice a nice warm yeah bright red, like yeah. like a like a traffic light red. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, <laughs> that, that's what it is. It's it's the same color as the red light that it's set outside your bedroom window your whole yes, life. Yes, it absolutely is. <laughs> um, it brings you comfort and peace. And you guys walk into the forest. Now give me perception checks as you guys walk through the forest, each of you. Five plus three, eight. Nine. Ten. You guys hear like a rustling above you. And it kind of just scurry, it, like, kind of like a sound like scurries above you in a way, and then to the left of you, in a way, as you guys are keep walking down the path, you 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 hear mama, mama, mama. Oh, oh, oh boy, uh, this sounds dangerous. To the left of us, you said. Dolly just immediately turns left to go chase after him and trips over a tree branch, or no. you know, like a tree root. Falls on the ground. It's like, I'm coming. <laughs> uh, Amelia, why don't you give me a dexterity saving throw? Mm-hmm. Damn it. Uh, you don't trip. Uh, so you, you, uh, and you actually warn Carl. Uh, yeah. You can tell Carl that there is a root there. Do not trip on it. Oh, thanks, Amelia. I would have totally tripped. Yep. <laughs> I had a good saving throw. She had a really Thanks good saving throw. <laughs> good, because um, my modifier is zero. So. Yeah, that was, that was good. Uh, so, Dolly, you uh, you you keep you hear, mama, mama. and as you from your, your you fell down. So you, as you kind of step up and get back to your feet, you kind of realize you kind of you you walked into a bush. You you push yourself through the bush and you look over and about. 20 feet away, Chicken is caught in a giant spider web, struggling. <laughs> and then above it is a spider coming down going. Uh, y'all. Uh, uh, this is bad. Uh, uh, shoot. Um, okay. Right. I'm looking at my spells. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of spiders. Uh, shoot. I don't um, think Amelia is too bothered by spiders. Frankly, I don't think she would be either. I think that's very much in her wheelhouse. Um, but this is a big oh, it's one. It's a huge spider. It's huge. It's a big one, though. Um, Aren't you holding onto some fire right now? No, it's just can floating. It, it, it's floating. Can it be used defensively? It can be used defensively. It could do it again. You could also attack with the flame, although doing so ends the spell. When you cast the spell or as an action on a later turn, you can hurl the flame at a creature within 30 feet of you. Make a ranged spell attack. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 fire damage. That's so cool. Um, and yeah. what, is, what spell is this? Uh, it's a cantrip produced flame. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, it's a good cantrip. I didn't, I, I, as you, you, know, you, you put it in your hand, as it, it was that flame living upon your hand but now it kind of like kind of pulsates around kind of like a jellyfish mm-hmm. and it again it kind of hovers at your shoulder so it's kind of like a little like a little fairy fire that is that that kind of just listens to your voice like your mental like command like it, it'll you know what i mean it's not alive right. but it's right. it behaves like a little thing like a little creature following you around cool oh it's in the shape of a squirrel and the flame 
it, the, its tail is the flame. Okay. Okay. I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. A city squirrel. And so can I whisper to it to 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 attack? Oh yeah, like to go jump at that. Yeah, of course you can. Okay, Screw so it. um you're gonna so that means you guys get we're gonna roll initiative. And so but but you're gonna get a you're gonna get a, a, a surprise attack on it because you're you're attacking uh first. Okay. Um so what was your question though? Um I don't remember my two my, my two animal forms. <laughs> I know one was the grumpy cat and is like the, the palace cat, and I can't remember the second one. Well, it can be um, uh, it can be whatever you want it to be. It, any animal you've seen, do you think Amelia would just have a couple forms she's comfortable with, or would she like well, just kind of use her creativity I, on the situation? Does it change her HP and armor class? Yeah, but it's because the stats are uh, what you want them to be. Like the highest stat it can be right now is I think is like half it's one half challenge rating. So like if you would want it, it basically it's just however you want to play it. Like what's more fun for you? Like having restrictions of two. Or just like the creativity of of whatever you see, because I don't think you're limited to two forms. Oh, okay. So unless I think you want to be, that's fine. No, she hasn't changed into anything yet. But I just want to, as we go into a fight, like what my options are. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm I'm throwing this fire at it. Okay, great. You throw the fire Wait. at it. So let's all roll initiative. Fifteen. At sixteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Fifteen. The order is going to be. Amelia, you're going to do your fireball attack because you get the advantage on it. But the spiders got a nat 20 on their initiative. Blue, boo. So they're going to, they're going to, they're going first. Uh, I'll tell you the order, but, but because you did the surprise, you're going to land that. I like that. I like that you told little squirrel to jump on this spider to protect chicken, to carrot. It says it's a ranged spell attack. Oh, so you have to uh, roll. So yeah, so... From a Basically, because you, I'm getting you go first. You're gonna roll uh, a spell attack, so you have to roll your d20, and then uh, you want you want your spell casting modifier on top of that roll. Oh, 18 plus five, 23. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you yeah. definitely hit. Now roll damage. Okay, so that's d8. The d8s are the ones that look like the, the thing above a sim's head. Yes, that's correct. That's, how, that's what um, I say to myself because I always forget how it, what it looks like. And once someone's pointed out to me, I'm like, oh, it is. It's a, a plum bob. A plum bob. I got a one. Boo. Oh, Ooh. but I, does it does it take spell attack? No, because it yeah, doesn't it takes say spell so. Spell modifier, yeah. Oh, then six. Wait, wait. Uh, read, the, read the spell again to me. Uh, on a hit, target takes 1d8 fire damage. It doesn't say to, to add the spell attack. Oh, modifier. so just one damage. Okay, that's yeah. fine. I got one. So... You hit the first spider, and it goes, ow! Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I yell something in spider, but I don't know what yet. Well, um, when it goes, when it goes, ow! It goes, Carl! Charlie! <laughs> and then, And then three other spiders come crawling out. <laughs> oh, man. Did it just call for reinforcements? And then the third spider goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now spider, the one that you hit is going to go first. And what it's going to do is it's going to aim its little butt over at Amelia. Ew. Uh-oh. And it's going to attack you with some webbing. And if it if it succeeds, you're going to be caught in webs. So you can't, you won't have movement on your next turn. Yuck. So I roll, what is your AC? It is a uh, 10. Oh, <laughs> slow. Yeah, um, but um, okay. so I'm going to roll to attack. Okay. 
Okay, it was a nat 20, and so it does hit you. And so what happens is he goes, and he shoots this glob of web, just kind of like flies across and like knocks you back onto a tree, and you're mm-hmm. stuck in the webbing. So yeah, so you're just restrained. It does no damage to you, though. So that's but why. I do, I like, so that was my surprise move, and I'm actually first in the order, right? You're not. You, you did the surprise move. There are two spiders ahead of you, and then it's Darn you. Spiders. Okay. So like now, like the initiative now, the order now is going to be spider, spider, Amelia, Dolly, spider, Carl, and then it goes back around to spider, spider. Okay. Uh, they rolled really well. That's the only reason why they're ahead of you. Uh, so yeah, they attack you with that, and then the after that restrains you, it jumps towards you and walks. Uh, it's like it does about fifteen feet uh, in your your direction. Within 15 feet of my direction? It walks uh, 15 feet closer. So Got yeah, it. now it, like, it, it, you guys were about 20 feet away. So now it's like five feet away. And then we're going to go to spider number two. That spider is right above Carrot. And it goes, What are you kids doing out of class? And it's going to walk up towards you guys as well. So it gets as far as... The other one, just uh, like the four feet away from you guys. And then now it's Amelia. It's your turn. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. It doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to require movement. It's just V and S. Okay. Read that language to me. Um, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15 foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much and isn't pushed. In addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you by the spell's effect, and the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. Whoa. Wow. That's cool. Crazy. That's awesome. Everybody's um, going to hear that in class. <laughs> so yep. I have to do a dexterity saving throw, yeah? On a constitution saving throw. Oh, constitution. Even better. Good. Okay. Um, one saves and the other doesn't. So and you now. So do you? How many d? Uh, what? What's the thunder damage you're gonna do? Two. Two d eight. Two. Do you have that? Or just roll I twice do. then. So there's a four and a six. So it's two d eight. So uh, and then any modifying to that or no? Is is no two d eight thunder damage and it's pushed ten feet away from you. Okay, so he took, so you take half the damage on a save. And on so a that save, was yeah. 10. So he mm-hmm. gets five damage. Five, yeah. And then the other one gets the full damage. And he's flown back into the web and he kind of lands on his back on the web and takes 10 damage. And now, at some point, Amelia yells, what, what do you want with carrot? Like, <laughs> are we sure they just want to eat carrot? Like, what's going on? What do you want with carrot? He's <laughs> just yelling at him. <laughs> Does this work on my web? Is the web, did I dislodge the web? No, because you aimed it at the creatures, yes? No, it, it emits from you, it says. It doesn't say I aimed it anywhere. Okay, let's see. Um, let's see what the web's AC is. Uh, destroy the uh, 10 AC HP vulnerability to fire, damage, immunity to bludgeoning. Okay, I'll say it, it isn't. I, th- I like that it is. So let me just make you, you have to do, roll me um, an attack on it. And okay, it, it isn't, by the way. An attack meaning like a D8? It isn't, by the way. I looked it up. Um, what do you mean? It's, it isn't, what do you it's, mean? It isn't? it's not. Thunder, there's something about, I saw a D&D forum that says that 
that calls thunder damage and bludgeoning da- damage different things. Oh, different. Okay, they're not the same. Yeah. I wasn't sure where yeah. the negative was at you. Am I rolling a d20 or a d8? Uh, roll me a d20 and you should get a 10 or better. 10. Cool. So, yeah, that will, uh, that will bust, that, that'll loosen the webs for you. So you're out of the webs. Cool. So you have a movement now because of the, uh, that busted the out. Can I try and like free carrot? Can I like go over to carrot and try to you like pull try, the web like, off? You it? can try to walk with you. There is that spider that didn't get pushed back. It's still in okay. front of you, like five okay. feet away. Okay. The one that, that's the one who webbed you. Uh, the one that approached, uh, is the one that you threw back and did the, da- the, the bigger damage to. And what so, you do and then this? there is the third spider who is to the right of you guys. Just kind of like, that's the one that pe- peaked up last. He's the, he's close, but not, not really I, I don't close. know. Like, I guess we'll maybe move back towards, um, Dolly and Carl to like, to like you, be together. Well, you, guys are, you guys are, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you got pushed a little bit away from them, but you guys are all pretty close. You just kind of like stick together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now it is Dolly's turn. Okay. How far away is Carrot? About 20 feet. Um, I'd like to use firebolts at the spider that is above Carrot. Okay. Uh, well, that was that's the one that got pushed back. Oh, oh, so that, okay. But now he's below Carrot. So just that, that same one, though, yeah? Yeah. Great. Roll the... So that's the one that got pushed back by Amelia. So roll mm-hmm. a, uh, a dice for me. Uh, it's 20. Uh, a d20 yeah that's what i'm asking yeah oh, sorry yeah okay. uh, yeah an attack oh dice for me <laughs> that was so descriptive <laughs> such a great dm um <laughs> okay. roll an attack spell on it for so a d20 okay i got a uh, 16 that hits uh now roll the damage oh. 15 what is the what is the damage oh uh uh on a hit the target takes 1d10 fire damage and did you roll uh so yeah so roll a d10 eight you straighten up and you do that same claw motion you did uh, last night when you were attacking Weevilton and you scratch your hands and as you scratch it, that same disturbance causes those little different color fire motes to kind of like streak across. This time it hits the spider dead in the middle of its eight eyes and it kind of falls back and shakes it, has to violently shake off like the sparks and embers and starts heavily panting because you, you did significant damage on it. Um, and as you you notice that as you shook it, a little spark went on the web, and the the little spark caught the web, and the web went. The little it was seems to be very flammable. Oh, okay. So cool. just be be aware. Uh, you know you notice the web looks very flammable because it, it 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 kind of flashed, even just with a little moat. Um, How flammable is carrot? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that was the breadcrumb I hope we picked up on. It's like, I don't want Carrot to die. Please don't be careful. Don't forget. Yeah, oh Protect my God. Carrot um, at all costs. And so this, uh, the spider goes, it, it almost, it tries to hiss at you, but just kind of pants. And then um, as you do that, the spider to the right is, is, ang- oh wait, so wait, you do that. Do you want any movement? Uh, Yeah, I wanted to move closer to Carrot. Okay. There is that that first spider that is like five, like six feet away from you, five feet away from Amelia. Uh, so that, okay. that that is that one, and then you can you have he's in between you and Carrot. You can try to avoid him. You can kind of go around if you want. 
Yeah. Okay. So just I would like to do that. Uh, roll me a. Um, Wait, how do opportunity? This is oh, this is this. Sorry, this is how it works. If you run by him, he gets an opportunity attack, and so I get to roll an attack on you. And if it lands, he hits you. But if he doesn't, okay. you get to run past. So, do you still want to run past him? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to roll an attack. What is your um, armor class? Twelve. Okay. Hits. So the spider, as you run by, the spider is going to bite you. Ooh. On a hit, it's. 1d7 plus 1d8 piercing damage, and the target must take a DC constitution saving throw. Oh, so it's 7 plus a d8? Oh, dang. These guys are might be stronger than I anticipated, so I'm going to have to be... Spiders? The spiders are more strong, or we are more strong? I think he means the spiders. I think the, spi- I think the spiders are, are pretty strong. I want to see how this affects you. That's right, I have a heal. I'm going to hang on to. How much, what's your total health, Dolly? 23. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Oh, shit. Did you kill Dolly? You can't kill Dolly. Okay, so it does 17 damage. <laughs> oh. So what are, what's your health at right now? Uh, you mean minus 17? Yeah. Uh, six. Okay, cool. I just, to, I just need to keep that in mind. Um, okay. So, but he, he hits you. I am going to say that you, you run, it's as you're running by, bites down, and you just kind of keep running. And so the reason it does so much damage is that you kind of like run, it kind of tears the, ca- like a little, like it's like that. So, but you do, I am going to give you the movement as well. So you do get to get closer to carrot but now mind you that one you just hit in the face is now three feet in front of you and carrot is suspended above behind on the web and about like you stop three feet from it because right at your feet now are web and so if you go into the webs it's you have your your, diff, your movement is it's difficult terrain so like you have to it'll it'll hinder your movement and stuff like that okay and so now um, it is Carl's turn. Okay. Okay. Um, how big are the spiders? They are giant spiders. They vary in the size of a German shepherd down to a ghillie. <laughs> Most of them are German shepherd. There's one little ghillie one. Okay. Step on it. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. ghillie one's still the size of, like, two large watermelons. Oh, God. The ghillie is it's a good way to describe ghillie. She is um. shaped like a potato, though. <laughs> so is George, so. It's a potato. Carl is looking at all of his spells, and he's like, shoot. He doesn't have anything, like, specifically good against spiders. He's got some thunder damage he could do, but it only did so much when Amelia tried it. That was pretty effective. That did... I mean, what spells like how do you da- have? How damaged, how damaged are they right now? You can do, you can give me like, you can look at them and like the, the one that uh, Amelia hit and then Dolly hit, that one is panting heavily. And then there's the one that was to the right that totally jumped and. Um, All right. Well, let's just be, a, let's just be a, a, a brute. You know, offensive uh, spell here. Gonna cast Shatter. 
a strong sound, painfully intense. As a ranged spell, each creature has a sphere with a 10-foot radius centered on that point. Uh, must take a constitution saving throw or suffers 3d8 thunder damage. Successful and the damage is halved. Uh, the creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal uh, will throw at a disadvantage. Uh, a non-magical item uh, not worn or carried also suffers damage. What's the radius? In the area. Range uh, 16 feet uh, with a radius of 10 feet. Okay, so... Let me paint the picture for you so you can choose where you want to properly place the location of the spell to see which ones you want to hit. So if we were to look like a down, like we're playing Zelda, like down view, whoop, old school Zelda, a map view, Mm -hmm. you guys in front of you is a spider that's about like five, six feet away from you. Behind that is Dolly uh, approaching her from her right. The spider in front of her, Carrot is suspended behind them. Carrot's suspended in the air. In a web. He's caught in a web. web. Okay. Yeah. So like above, yeah, above the ground. This is more dramatic. I think he jumped and struggled and got caught higher. That's sure. It's just more cool that way. So uh, there is a way to put, I think the most you could get is, maybe there's a way to get all three in there, but I think the most you can get is two spiders at a time with it. So which two spiders do you want to get? The, the two spiders near Carrot? You can get near... those two together, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm thinking. Because, but it will hit Carrot. I mean, what's Carrot's HP for Pete's sake? Like, how much how much uh, thunder damage can Carrot take? Kill him. <laughs> Probably <laughs> won't kill him. I don't like this anymore. I don't like this uh, spell. This sounds too dangerous for Carrot. All of a sudden, you hear your your flute go. Oh, my flute's doing doing something. What's going on? Flute? You hear that? You hear that whisper? And it almost it goes. Get the feeling that it says it's a combination of go ahead and do it, and I got you. That's the that's the that's the emotional sensation you get when you think about the tune. So now that yeah, well, I guess you know we're gonna go ahead and trust the wand, and we're gonna go ahead and hit shatter <laughs> for the two. And the yeah. Okay. So what's the what is the Constitution saving throw I have to roll? Thirteen. That's how we like that is a stat that you have. So I have to roll a Constitution saving throw that beats. 13. Where is it? Where would I see 13? It's on the same page as your cantrip and level level spell level slots in that one app. Spell DC. Oh, good to know. Okay. So a constitution saving throw goes against the spell DC? It it goes against um any challenge to a spell would go against the car- the person who's casting it their spell DC. But if it's a constitution saving throw, where does constitution come into it? The the constitution of the person who's surviving it. So if John was casting this at me right now and uh-huh. I had to make a constitution saving throw, I would have to just roll, add my constitution modifier and try to beat his spell DC. Yeah, and that's, it would be a 13. Good. So John, I will roll this because I am the spiders. I am spider number two and three right now. The one that's panting below chicken saves. The one to Dolly's right also saves. Oh. And so what's the damage, though? It's, it'll, it'll be half that. It'll still be 3d8 and half. So roll three and then half it for me. Roll three, eight? D8. Yeah. yeah. 12. Ooh, 12. So they both take six damage. That's great. Does the other one save? They both saved, yeah. Oh, there's only two. Why did I think there were three? There were three, but the other one didn't get in range. Got it. God, DMing seems hard. As you cast the Shatter spell, 
it emanates through and it hits both of the spiders, but they, they don't, uh, you can tell it doesn't, uh, they save it, so it does a little bit of damage to them. The one that's panting is panting even heavier now, and the one that was to the right, like, slows its stride. You did kind of make it move a little bit slower towards Dolly, and the webbing around Chicken actually breaks free. So, sorry, around Carrot, huh? <laughs> breaks free so carrot falls to the ground in a little nest of of clear ground cool so your your wand uh your flute free chicken for you sweet amazing come on carrot run for it this way uh so you have movement now carl or you can stay where you're at carl how far can i move you can move uh what's your speed oh 30 so you can go 30 feet how far away is chicken carrot 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 is 25 feet away because Dolly is 20 feet away, but Kara is still surrounded by webs. Kara is just like the magic shook a little like like a little hurricane of and just so it it can be on the ground like carrots on the ground and if carrot stays in place it'll remain unstuck in the web. But if carrot tries to move it's gonna have to move through difficult terrain. What the, what was the HP of these webs? Because they should have taken the whole 3d8. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out, like, how much harder would we have needed to have attacked these webs? Like, with Well, the web, it's the environment. They're not anything... I mean, if you want to attack them, you I guess you can. Um, I'll say uh, because the, the flute was doing some manipulation of the magic, the careful one, like, it, it sculpted the spell to hit the target specifically. And so I'll just say because chicken is free, the cost of that was that. The full, like, yeah, I'll say, yeah, I'll, I will. This will be me retconning it a little bit. But let's say the logic in game is the resonance spell. It forced all the damage that would have been on all the webs to free. It, it redirected that damage to free carrot. OK, I know it's taking heavy hand. Sorry, because um, I didn't think you were meant to attack. Anyway, I wasn't thinking that way. So in the future, I will, though. Uh, so do you want to move, though? If you do move closer to Dolly, you will be passing the one that attacked her, and it will take an opportunity to attack on you as well, like it did on her. And you can yeah. tell that Dolly is hurt. Yeah. Um, darn it. I mean, I can't I don't think that moving anywhere is necessarily going to help Dolly or Chicken, because I could go 30 feet and, you know, get myself encountered with the web here. Um, yeah, the only thing you need to worry about is... Do you need to get closer? Like, are, are you in range for all your spells? Like, do you have any spells that are yeah. just touch, or, or do you have spells that are? I um, I do, but they're not offensive. Um, how far away am I from Dolly? You are about twenty feet away from Dolly, but five feet ahead of you is that big spider. Let's 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 be brave and try to get to Dolly. Well, if you want, you can be instead of do what Dolly did because Dolly was rushing towards Parrot. You can go around, but it'll it'll take two movements. It'll be this turn will be going far one way, and then your next turn can go far the other. So it would take two turns to do that, though. Uh, but you can do it. He's not going to definitely hit. It's just likely is it's going to because it hit Dolly. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just run at Dolly. Okay, it's going to take an opportunity attack, and let's see what happens. What's your AC? AC for Mr. Carl. We're going to give him disadvantage because these spiders might be too powerful. And so I determined that, damn it, it still hits. Okay, so it hits. And so it's going to do 
7 plus 1d8. Let's see how much damage you take. You take 8 damage. Oh, what no, happens? you take 11. But as a reward, you are next to Dolly now. Huzzah. Huzzah. How damaged are you, Dolly? Are you tracking your HP? I, I don't. She has 6 left. She has 6. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Who goes next? Um, now it is the very first spider that just uh, attacked Carl as he ran by, but he's standing in front of you, Amelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to go in for a a bite attack. And so what does he have to clear? He has to. What is your AC? It's ten. But do I like have any? Can I turn into an animal? Yeah, let's see what that says. Is that a bonus action for you, or is that a, a, a reaction? I don't let's know see. where to look for that. Let's look. Um, I'll, let's see. I think it's under Druid. B-shapes. It says use your action, so it has to be something you choose to do. You can't oh. do it unless it's on your turn. Um, okay, never mind. Cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, so it has to roll... I'm going to do disadvantage for these attacks because I want to make sure it's not too unfair. Cool. That one did not hit. That was a six. And so, um, yeah. So it goes in for an attack and misses. So it rushes up to you, like skitters close, like, (laughs) and then kind of like it slashes its leg and kind of its pincer at you. And and you manage to jump and squat. Right. And uh, it's, He's right there in front of you, but he didn't. He missed. But it's right in front of you now, just a foot away. And then the second spider that is panting below chicken is standing in front of Dolly and Carl. It is going to do the web attack on Dolly. And so it's going to try to hit you with a glob of web to keep you in place. Your AC is five. Oh, it's 12. Oh, it's 12. Perfect. It yeah. does not hit. Uh, so it shoots goop at you. And as you kind of, you just kind of like brace against it. You're kind of like arch your shoulders and lean into it. And it kind of falls off you as you kind of feel it just kind of like burn away with a slight touch of magic in there. And now it is Amelia's turn. Oh, wait, it, it does the goob of web and it kind of scutters up. So now it's above, above the hole that chicken is in. Because chicken's on the, uh, carrot is on the ground. But it's a, it's above. Mm-hmm. It's where it was when it first came out. It kind of it's kind of backing away from you guys. It's, it's it's kind of afraid. Now it's Amelia's turn. Okay, so so here's what I want to do. I want to turn into a snake. Ah, sorry. <laughs> and I had a similar idea. Did you? And yeah. uh, coil around carrot. I don't know if I'm allowed to do any of. Like I don't know how this would work. Okay. How um, do I? So I can turn into an animal and use a movement, right? To like, to like, because I'm trying to think of something like with a thick skin that could protect carrot. And I also want to heal Dolly. Are very afraid of snakes. Yeah. So I also want to like heal Dolly, but uh, I think getting carrot. I think I would still have an opportunity to heal heal Dolly the next time around. Should okay. Should you know? So this is how I'm going to resolve this. So what I'm taking what. What Amelia is doing right now is Amelia just jumped and dodged this the spider attacking her. So now like her focus, she she jumped and dodged. There's a beat. She looks past and she can see Dolly and Carrot and Carl over there. Two spiders attacking them. And so she, you want to turn into a snake 
for uh, turn into a snake and then to intimidate the spiders and also like try and like use my movement to get around. Uh, friggin' okay, carrot. great. So like, what I'll do turning into a snake is going to be your action, so that means you have movement. What is your speed? Thirty. Okay. Um. So you are going to be able to turn into a snake. Um. What are snake stats? Poisonous snake. Armor class 13. That's a poisonous snake. I don't know about. What's his challenge rating? One eight. One out of eight. I don't know what that means. Is one eighth higher or lower than a quarter? Lower. Oh, then I think you can do that for sure. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. One eighth. What is the, uh, what is the speed for that? 30 feet. And the AC? 13. How I'm going to reconcile this is knowing that you want to, Use you want to also get over to heal Dolly. Mm -hmm. Dolly is in between you and Chicken Carrot. 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 (laughs) I'm going to leave all my misstating. I I deserve. I just leave it. It's funny. No, I deserve to be shamed for this. Like I need this is this is one of a carrot. Like it's going to become a joke on the thing. Like Chicken Carrot. Chicken Carrot. I I don't like that I do it, but whatever. I don't think I'm going to get over it either. So if you want. You won't be able to heal this turn, but I'll let you use your action to turn into a snake, and that will let you, like, slither underneath. Basically, I'm going to let your your action also give you a disengage, and how I'm translating that into the story is you get to turn into a snake and just kind of crawl under the belly of that spider so you don't have to worry about it attacking you like it did the other two when you ran by it. And so you can get... Now you're at Dolly's feet in snake form. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's your that's your move. Then you turned into a snake. You avoided the attacks as you skittered underneath the uh, through the grass, and you're at the feet because that's where the 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 same the 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 webbing starts. And so you you can't get all the way to, or do you want to go all the way to chicken? But isn't he out of the webbing? Isn't he out of the webbing by now? Imagine that if you were looking at it from like a bird's eye view, like, or like imagine a little tiny cyclone cut all, like freed him. Like that's what Carl's magic did. It just kind of like, it right. freed him and gave him a safe place to stand on the ground. But, but he's in the middle of webbing. Him. Yeah. All right. I'll stand in between. I'll, I will coil in between Dolly and Carrot as a way of like being able to more better choose next time what, cool. what to do. Cool, cool. You at the feet. You and all. You were next to Carl and Dolly now, but just in snake form at their feet. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's cool. We get a snake form. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure you get the stats for you. So, um, John, uh, whose turn is it next? Uh, it is Dolly's turn. Okay. What do you do, Dolly? Um. Die, Dolly. I would like to cast Minor Illusion. Mm-hmm. All right. And what is what do you want it to do? I would like to make uh, the sound of a basilisk, <laughs> oh. uh, like hissing and roaring. I guess if basilisks do that, I guess I kind of do. Describe to me how Dolly. How does she cast it? Is it more of like a mental thing? She's crunching up her face. Is it more of like a like a calming, clear, focusing thing? Like, do you imagine her using hand gestures? Just get it, get get the ball rolling. Uh, we're gonna do deep breath and closes her eyes and and uh, takes a second to concentrate and sing and, "Save um, Ginny Weasley from the Basilisk." <laughs> yeah, let's say you do like a when you do minor illusion, you do a thing where you kind of stand there 
you put your hands to your side, take a deep breath, and you do some sort of like inhale. And as you exhale, you do some sort of hand posing gesture thing, whatever you like, you kind of modern dance it. And then you, and then as you Mm -hmm. hold it, that's when you kind of like a faint aura glows around you. You know, as that aura glows around you, that's the illusion that you cast is happening then. And then that's when you okay. hear the. Oh, actually, because you all have speak of animals, you hear tearing, ripping, eating. <laughs> Basilic quotes from Chamber of the Secrets. <laughs> Hey. Rip tear, blah 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 Rip blah. Rip tear, other creepy snake other things, horrible <laughs> snake things. Um, and I'm going to do a let's do Constitution. <laughs> you guys are using your cantrips so offensively, them so nice. Technically, these shouldn't affect them, but I need it to because I love it so much. Let's see. I haven't used my can- I used the flame one. But. Well, I mean, th- this cantrip doesn't have an attack values, and so oh, it's it. fun. Like it's fun that we can like we get to pick how we want it to affect. And I like that it's. I got excited to think of something that was within the Harry Potter canon. Yeah, I like it yeah, a lot. Yeah. That's great. It's yeah. perfect, and I like it. So I'm going to say that the the check for that is going to be a wisdom saving throw of what is oh what is your spell casting difficulty, Dolly? Probably thirteen or something. Oh, 13. 13. Perfect. So the one that uh, that is behind you guys, that Amelia just escaped, is not spooked off. The one that's panting above chicken. Ooh. Is spooked off and runs away. <laughs> yes. Then let's see the one to the right. Spooked off as well. Hey. That's good, Dolly. Uh, Amelia makes a little hiss in yeah. celebration. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, Amelia, it's like you. Yeah, yeah. You're really into it. You start like grooving around with the sound. You kind of, you lip sing. You lip the, the what the, uh, you pretend like the basilisk voice is your voice. And I'm doing Save Jenny Weasley, but nobody knows it because I'm in basilisk voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the two spiders. So this is what happens. You see Carrot down there, and you can hear him go, Mama, Mama, Mama. And you you gather yourself, you take your deep breath, you do your weird little modern dance pose. You hear the bass, the two spiders next to you just like retreat off in fear. The one behind you uh, is turned around and you get his attention. So you guys now have uh, just one spider left to deal with. And it is... Carl's turn. Carl. Do it, Carl. I'm from this remaining spider. Amelia's now doing that thing with the big snake tongue going <laughs> at him <laughs> in encouragement. How far am I from Amelia? Uh, Amelia's at your feet. She, you guys are all standing right next to each other and, and snake, like Amelia's in snake form, right? Yep. Can Amelia attack again in snake form? When it's her turn, she can attack in snake form. She can turn back into a human and, and cast a spell. It's, it's really up to what she wants to do. Cool. Well, we're going to help her out when she does decide what she wants to do. Carl's going to uh, use enhance ability and give Amelia bull's strength. Oh, cool. Cool. Target has advantage on strength checks. Hey, play a little. Do, do your spell. Play a little spell whistle. Use it on Shatter, I would have blasted you guys. 
Oh, I forgot about that. The the last end of it of that turns into like a the roar of a bear, and you feel the roar of the bear kind of echo into your chest and settle. Oh. Amelia, can I can I turn from a snake into a little bear cub? Yeah, I'll say that 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 spell did that. It resonates in, and that same resonated magic that kind of comes uh, off of John goes into you, and it kind of reverates with you, and you 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 echo into a little bear cub. Can I just straight on attack as a bear since I have a strength advantage now? Uh, well, when it gets to your turn. Oh, right. There's a spider in between us. Right now. Right. And so we cast that on you. Uh, and then now mm-hmm. you have movement or you can stay there. I just want to put myself, you know, in between the spider and the girls if, if that's not already a thing. Well, you guys are all standing next to each other. So you guys are all equal distance from the spider now. Okay. Just, just as long as he can field a little bit because he still has more HP than Dolly does. Oh, I see. Cool. Okay, yeah, I'll say that. You step in front of Dolly because Dolly is like she's happy because like the ba- like those basilis like that sound. It took it like you're 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 pretty hurt. So like you do the spell and you kind of like <sighs> and you're happy, but you're kind of you can tell that she's hurt. So you step in front of her as after you cast that spell in like a one like a cute little moment of like no, have to go through me type of moment after that you cast. Your- oh, Ron. Yeah. Oh, he had in mind. <laughs> That's what he was thinking. And then now it is the giant spider's turn. And let me see. I'm going to roll to see if it gets its uh, web charge back. I have to roll a five or a six. Nope. So it can't shoot the web at you. But it is going to skitter forward, run up towards, and then jump. And now it's above you guys. Uh, right up above, 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 directly above your heads. Oof. But, like, I can, like, use an action to jump and reach it, basically. Um, and it's pretty high up because it's above you. But, like, you could, um, oh. What? I don't think a bear could jump up. So, yeah, it is your turn now, Amelia, though. So, um, so I, I can <laughs> go back to my old favorite, to my shillelagh. Can I cast a cantrip as a higher level spell? Um, let's read shillelagh. The wood of a club or a quarterstaff you're holding is imbued with nature's power. For the duration, you can use your spellcasting ability instead of strength for the attack and damage rolls of melee attacks using that weapon. Weapon's damage that becomes a D8. The weapon also becomes magical if it isn't already. Ends if you cast it again or let go of the weapon. So yeah, but it is above your head, so now what do you... It is, and it's your turn, Amelia. So yeah, a bear cub can't jump up there, no. So listen, what I want to do is, I have something called Misty Step. Uh-huh. Which is... Fully surrounded by a silvery mist, you teleport up to thirty feet into an unoccupied space you can see. So I could like teleport in front of the in front of the spider. Yeah. And then use shillelagh to 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 attack. You totally could. Yeah. So you want right. to turn into so, uh wanna, you want to turn do back that. into your human form. If I have to to do this, then yeah. Yeah, you can't cast spells in your snake form. So yeah, so I'm back. I'm a human, and I cast misty step to get in front of the spider. And that looks like um, um, like a power jump, like a like a link power jump, like when you do crouch down for a minute. Yeah. So basically, you time it to do your misty step. So like you jump right after your your toes leave the ground, then you misty step up. So you have the whole full arc of your jump. Mm-hmm. That you're gonna and hit. I've got, and on the way up, I cast Shillelagh on my club. Okay. And you're gonna hit it. Uh, and so I have to roll, right? You have to roll. So it's 13 plus 5 is 18. Okay, it hits. And so now what's the damage? Uh, is I think 1d8. Okay. Yeah. 1d8 plus anything? 
you add your spell casting as well to attack. Okay, yeah. So uh, do the D8 and then plus that, whatever that number is. Three plus so eight. Eight damage. Cool. I uh, come back down to the ground. Very good. So I'll paint the picture real quick. You, you, rev- you, you revert from snake form into Amelia. You, you, you get, you get down and you squat. And as you jump up, you, you reach your hand in your, your chest pocket. You pull out your new club wand, cast shillelagh. Those vines wrap around your arm and grasp into the wand and glow it a nice bright green. And you just block the spider clear in the head. And yeah. it dislodges him. He does catch himself by doing a little like like a, a web up to the front, but he is hanging there kind of like a pinata right now. Because you hit him, so you do some damage. And you need to roll me a dexterity saving throw to see if you take any falling damage because you teleported okay. 30 feet in the air. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, 19. Oh, okay. So that's great. I'll say what happens is you you landed some webs. You 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 land so forcefully that you tear them. So you're not stuck in them, but they broke your fall. So okay. you're and you're pretty much next to uh, carrot right now. I say something like, "There's no carrot or chicken on the menu tonight." <laughs> <laughs> and then well you hear carrot looks up at carrot looks over. He, he pokes. His, you see a little head poke out of another little web hole. It's maybe three feet away. If you go, mama. Well, he's still, I can hear him. What does yeah. he say? He goes, he looks at you and goes, mama? <laughs> With his head tilted, mama? And he's like, and then, uh, but he recognizes not mama, so he puts his head back down. Oh, carrot. And then now it is Dolly's turn. What are you doing? Wait, how far is the spider away from me? Above your head, three feet away, three feet above your head, uh, six feet above your head, kind of bobbing up and down because it's kind of like still gathering itself from being hit so hard. It's like so not not within touching range. No, not within touching range. You can maybe reach out and jump up and try because it's like oh, that's okay. Uh, I'm gonna use a magic missile. All right, so that is three d eight. Are you gonna cast uh, your second level spell slot? Uh, I don't. I don't understand what that is. Oh, so if you go, re- if you pull up Magic it's Missile. It's first level spell. I know, but you can cast it at a higher level to add another oh, yeah, dart. yeah, it says when you cast a spell using a spell slot of second level or higher. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, let's do the second level. So just roll, roll four of them for me. Sorry about that. Four, what is it? What uh, the D4s, those little triangle ones. Three. Second one is four. Wait, is it plus one on these or just... On the, on the spell, right? It's plus one. So it was three, so it was four. Take away five. What's the next one? Uh, two. Are you adding the one or no? No, so three. Okay. Do me a favor, add the one for me. And the next one? Okay. And three. You, you look up. You see this, like, tangle of legs bobbing in and out. Up at you. This would be one of the, if you were in a movie, this is one of those shots in the 3D movie where the like the spider's going like at you because it's like going back and forth, being hit so hard in the head by Amelia's Shillelagh Wand Club. It's all discombobulated. You reach up your hand. Those uh, you, this time, four of your fingers, li- like the fingernail kind of magic, like light light up instead of three. Ding, 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 ding. Like a green, a pink, a purple, a turquoise. And they, those little spinning spy, uh, galaxy spirals whip out of your fingers again. And they kind of go around, go to the top, all circle, 
in a, like orbit it at one time, like one, two, three, four, and then hit it. It all hits it. The spider dies, curls up, and just kind of falls down. <laughs> and the spider, uh, the spider, oh, is it kind of dark that the spider dies? This is the first time you've actually attacked something and it died and didn't retreat or turn into something magical. Oh, let it die. Let it die. I can pop my flame up again so we can see we it. We've earned this body. We earned this death. Okay, cool. So it, it shrivels up and falls down with his leg curling up onto itself into a little, like, whatever. And, and it's gross. Yeah. So now, yeah, you you guys are out of combat. You defeated the spiders. And... Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. <laughs> And Amelia turns around to the two of them and goes, who the hell let Carrot out is my question. Someone's in big trouble. Carrot. Then you hear, mama, mama. And then it, 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 the Carrot runs. You think Carrot's running away, but it runs into uh, a stump. It's, like a, it's a hollow stump. Oh, no. <laughs> Baby. Uh-huh. And here, mama. Is he confused? Did somebody put a it spell on like him? It looks like it's been confounded somehow. Oh. Carrot. You guys, why don't you guys roll me a perception? Each of you roll a perception check. Not 20. Oh, here, oh. I've got... That's 23, but not 20. <laughs> not 20, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so Dolly, you just think he must really like that stump. Shoot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Dolly. What'd you roll, John? At a 10. It's okay. good. It's no nat 20. You notice something red glowing, like you, you when you when the chicken is running around in there going mama carrot. mama mama. Sorry, carrot. Thank you. When carrots in the running around going mama mama. You see a clear silhouette of him on the back of the stump. It's a pretty big stump. The stump. Imagine like a barrel. Mm-hmm. And so like there's like and there's the, like the negative space is like size of a barrel. So it's a really big stump and there's a big crack in it. So you can see him running in circles. And every once in a while, this red light pulsates and you see a really, really bright red light uh, over there as well. But the other. Like, so what do you do? Wait, there's a sorry. There- a bright red light is glowing inside the stump. That chicken, that carrot just ran into. You're the only one that notices the red light because you guys are so far away. Okay, do I do I I walk over and look at the red light, but I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything I can cast. Well, I mean, do you want to just do you want are you going to run over or are you going to tell him you notice the red? I'm going to run over. I'm going to get their attention and be like Dolly, Dolly, Carl. Um wow, I just went southern. Okay. Dolly, Carl, do you guys see that? What does that even mean? I'm so confused. Do you see the red am I the only one seeing this? The red light. As you guys <laughs> get close, carrot comes out and goes bop, 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 bop. Mama, uh, he he looks at you and goes, "Mama, come here, Mama! I found something, Mama! Come here!" And it's kind of jerking its head. Come here, Mama! Look! And it goes inside. Understand what he's saying? Yeah, this is him actually saying it to you because you still have the spell on you. So uh, Dolly goes over there, confused. Well, you have, you crawl in. You have to crawl in. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, it's like you can get into it. Yeah, it's pretty big. Sorry, I was trying to describe okay. that it's big. And so he was just trying to, like, make you guys come in. Before, I was just going to have Carrot lead you in. But you rolled a nat 20. So you got to see that it's magic. Something, okay, so something I special get in, in there, there and I, like, okay, so I, like, I like call. Like, I go in and then I, like, put my hands over my mouth and call back for Carl and Dolly to come back, to come in. Okay, you guys go in. And in there is a shard of glass that is... About the size of, you know, like a, a large, you know, like a, a large cutting knife, like a large, a large kitchen mm-hmm. knife, mm-hmm. like a, a lar- like the blade, a huge triangle, like a foot long. 
and about okay. three inches wide, but a triangle. And it's this glowing piece of glass and it's hovering gently, just um, orbiting and hovering above the ground, emitting a light. Can I read? Can I do a magic check? And what is it called when an you try check? and figure out what's going on? Yes. Yeah, you can do an arcana check. Um, roll okay. me. Do, 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 plus four. So 18. Okay. So I try and touch it. As you grab it, it the the glowing kind of dies down, but the you know what like the part of the glass that's broken, the edges still glow, but like the the, the part the surface of it isn't glowing anymore. But it does it's not sharp to the touch. It doesn't seem dangerous, mm-hmm. but it's warm and it's still glowing glowing red. But a faint it's a lot fainter now. It doesn't super bright. I hold it out to Dolly and Carl just as if to say like, what do you guys think this is? Carl wishes he used to have that spell that could I, I tell you what the magic was, but he doesn't have it anymore. Amelia's like turning it over in her hands and, and you know. Give me a perception check, everybody. Oh, another nat 20. Check me oh, out. 17. Hey. Ayo. As you guys are looking at the, the shard of glass, you guys bump heads. Because you're just so both looking into it, just kind of like all oh, into it. And as you bump heads, you kind of like <laughs> laugh and giggle, whatever. And as you kind of are shaking and you're rubbing your heads, you guys both you immediately at the exact same time see this little tiny statue on the floor with um, a little scroll in its mouth. And its eyes are of two little amber crystals in them. It's the same color. Carl, you recognize it. it's the same color as that magic you saw swimming through the wall. That's the same color of, of the little tiny crystals in its eyes. In its mouth is a little tiny scroll. Wait, is this a separate than, than the glass thing that we're holding? Mm-hmm. Because you guys were looking at the glass and you bumped uh, you bumped heads. And then when you guys <laughs> kind of giggled it off, you guys both rolled so well. And you guys both got nat 20s that you both saw the same thing at that exact same time. So that was just my cute way of you guys both seeing it at that same time. Okay, so we pick it up, right? And open the scroll. You can't pick it up. It's like you pick you you grab it and it's like it's like coming out of the ground. But you can probably take the scroll out of the mouth. It's a little stone owl with glittering amber eyes. Uh, okay, so Amelia takes the scroll and, and, and opens it up and casts it as a cantrip so she can put the light on so she can read it. The scroll reads, I am the adventure owl. Nice to meet you. And as you're done reading it, that same sound you heard when you're walking down the hallway, that sliding, like like the shaping of a uh, stone sound, mm-hmm. um, you hear that again and you look down and it's gone. But the glass is still there. Oh, yeah, that's in your hands. This all just happened, like this happened between you and Carl. Like you guys, that just happened real quick. I'm a sav- imagine you probably read the, you read the, the scroll to Dolly Out as well. loud, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dolly sort of brushes brushes them off and it's like weird and just grabs carrot <laughs> <laughs> and Amelia's like because this school doesn't have enough adventure <laughs> you guys hear uh you guys hear some some rustling and then you these uh, uh you see some spider legs approaching you guys and all of a sudden <laughs> professor richter's head pops in like, there you guys are. Come here. Back to class. Charles, like, where the hell were you? Like, you heard long enough? All, of that, all of that magic, the, that thunderclap. Like, you guys weren't that far. We could have used you. <laughs> remember, almost died. remember when you guys are in turns, every, every turn is only six seconds. So this only happened in the course of three minutes. Mm. Also, the teacher's a spider. Hmm. 
yeah, that was just a nice little misdirect from me. Like, you thought spiders coming? Oh, it's Cassandra, Sandy. Being silly. Ah, so got it. And then so she once she sees you guys, she goes back into her her human form. And she's like, come on, let's go back to class. Amelia shoves the glass on the scroll in her bag. Cool. Wait, um, Carl grabs the spider. It's a big spider. It's, it's the size of a German shepherd. Uh, hey, uh... What's her name? <laughs> Amelia, I just gave you bull strength. Grab that spider. We're taking it with us. Uh, she's like, Carry your um, thing. <laughs> cool. She gives him her bag and she hefts the Wait, roast. Like, we worked hard for this spider. There's no, probably she... some potion ingredients in there. I'm going to get in trouble. I killed something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you get in trouble. At the school. Had the, the evidence. It would have happily <laughs> killed you, though, Dolly. Don't worry. It's okay. Okay, wait. Are you guys honestly going to try and sneak a dead spider, a giant dead spider, back into Hogwarts? Right. I mean, it didn't bother anybody that we ran after it in the first place. So what are they going to say if we bring it Carl, home? I mean, Carl, what's your plan? Where do you want to put the roll of decept, like a sleight of hand, a deception to get this past the teacher? No, um, we'll tell the teacher. I think there's good potion ingredients in here. Oh, you're going to get her a tip? Cool. Yeah, I don't okay, mind. So you guys, yeah. you guys are walking out of the forest. You're back at, you're back around the the huts and the little fences where all the other. Can I be clear? Amelia's like not particularly bothered by spiders, but never had to heft one with her hands, so is not <laughs> loving it. She's right as now. strong as a bull right now, though, so it's not. That's too true. Stressful. Yeah, I'll just say because of this spell, it's you're holding it above your head. It doesn't weigh much, but you are like you have kind of like a ew face on like oh. yeah it's easy but it's disgusting you guys walk past the different uh what are those pins of an- the magical creatures you go to the cabin the other class who unicorn was watching them as professor richter looked for you you guys are back so she's all oh, what are you doing with the spider kids well you see we ran after the chicken and uh, turns out it got caught all up with the spiders, and we had this battle, and it was. And then a- the spider just died by natural causes. <laughs> yeah, and then the spider just died of natural causes. <laughs> wait, wait, give me, wait, Dolly, give me a deception check. Okay. And so I want you to have to beat a. I'm gonna put this pretty high because you're lying. It's clearly a lie, but I uh-huh. love it because this is more of what's gonna happen to your response to it. Yeah, so let's get a. 16 or higher. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so you can tell she doesn't believe you, so now you're nervous, so give me a wild magic check. Now it's up to a three. Whoa. Got close. That was close. Uh, Yeah. I'll just say you're sweating, and when you sweat, though, remember those old Gatorade ads that were were, were black and white, but their sweat was the color of the Gatorade? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're sweating a Gatorade of, like, this ombre of, like, hot pink and blue and turquoise. It's kind of like, that's the sweat coming at you right now. <laughs> yes. And so she's like, oh, oh that's, 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 that's fine. It's okay. It, she puts her hand on your, her shoulder like, uh, Dolly, yes, it's okay if you had to kill it yourself. It was attacking you. Clearly, no need to worry. And you were visibly. And you're just okay with this? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, Dolly. Now, what are you doing with the body? <laughs> well, you know, I read somewhere that uh, there's some good potion ingredients in this particular sort of spider. So we figured we wouldn't let it just go to waste there on the forest floor. Uh, first of all, 
if it were to go back into the fourth floor, that wouldn't be a waste. And she claps her hands and it, it vanishes. Oh no. Second of all, you need to get back to class. She clearly didn't like you thinking, uh, give me a perception check, actually. Yeah, you, you know that she, she reacted when you started, once you, once you said that you were going to harvest it. Sully's kind of looking at Carl like he's gross. <laughs> Carl. Amelia, too. Listen, <laughs> you guys, you know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna kill the creatures, we might as well, you know, get something out of it. We're not killing creatures. Oh, the self-defense. As you guys are talking, Harriet runs up and like, oh, hi, you guys, what did you guys kill? I heard, what? What are you guys doing? Where were you guys? Uh, Harriet, nowhere. did you maybe leave the door open to Carrot's coop this morning? Not like it was your responsibility or anything, but do you happen to know if you did or somebody else? Where is Carrot right now? I'm I'm carrying him. Carrot, why is Carrot in class? She didn't see Harriet. Didn't see Carrot first. Oh, why why is Carrot down here? He got out. How? He got out. We don't know. We're trying to. We need your help helping us figure out how oh, Carrot the, got out. But that spell. The only people who can open it are the people who cast it. Is it possible that he was so small that he was able to just walk out? No, because he doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Because as soon as he gets to the edge of it, he becomes big. Okay, well, we have to figure this out because we can't have a spider fight every week, <laughs> every day. Yeah, we can't. We can't be letting carriages run around wherever she darn well pleases. Um, Harriet starts breathing really heavy, like she's kind of. Uh, I I I don't. I'm I'm so sorry. I don't know. If I, uh, no no no, Harriet. No 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 no. We're not blaming you. We're not bl Harriet. We're not blaming you. We're not blaming you. I mean, we I'm just we need your help. We need her. you to be like an assistant Carl. detective. Uh, she runs off. Don't she no. Carl. She runs off. She feels really bad. Um, Dolly I shoves Carl a little. I just can't believe they took my spider. Me is glaring at him now. As you guys, uh, you as you push Carl and Harriet runs up towards the first years who are exiting. Professor Richter uh, is class is over. Everyone back to the castle. He does. She does come over to you three and she says, "I am going to have to let Gallagher know that you guys left class." Mm. Uh. And I'm sorry to say I'm going to have to take 25 points each. Points from the house. Yeah, from yeah. We get it. Fifth editions. I'm sorry. 75 again. By oh, my now. gosh. Oh Big my Hagrid, God. where were you when we ran into the, ah. into the forest? Okay. Yeah, how many like, points do the teachers get taken died. off? Yeah, how many points can we go to, you know, Headmaster, uh, what's your name? <laughs> I'll, Street. you know. Yeah. Give me... Um, I'm, I'm sure Headmaster Streep would be mighty upset about letting three first years... Now give me an intimidation roll, John. Intimidation roll from Carl? Yeah, give me an intimidation roll from Carl. That's a 17 plus... Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I'll say... <laughs> Carl summons every iota of entitlement his rich little butt ever had <laughs> and uh. focuses it into this moment. 
and is just beside himself with indignation and rage. <laughs> that's, a, that's about right. So much so that it does actually work. And Sandy, Professor Professor Sandy, goes, fine, all right, all right. I'll let you pick something off the bloody bug. <laughs> and she claps her hands again. And it kind of comes back. And she's like, have at it. Pick what you want. No, pick something you want for the spider. Um, does it have... V- Pincers. Yes, it has two large pincers. Take both pincers. <laughs> you want? Yep. She said one, so you're gonna have to roll for uh, sleight of hand or perception, whatever you want to. Uh, or wait, per, uh, persuasion to take two. I, mean, I think. You, I think it's only fair that we can each take something from the spider. Yeah. Well then, okay then you that that you have to roll persuasion now against against her. Okay. So. Uh, okay, yeah, I have the difficulty in my head now, so roll. That was a 15, and what am I adding to it? Persuasion? <laughs> Five? <laughs> get, get out of here, fake Hagrid. Get out of here, Oh, God. Okay, fine. You guys need to take something, so you choose a pincer. Now yep. it's Dolly's turn. You don't get to dictate what they take, John. They get to pick. Yep. Oh, geez. Is there just some, like, spider guts in there? Like, just something gross? <laughs> you want some, like, some webbing from its butthole? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to, uh, because I, I would like to take that, and then I would like to throw it at Carl. <laughs> because Dolly's, Dolly grew up on a farm, and she doesn't really like this rich people, city folk attitude that Carl has. So you're gonna like, really are you giving way? it to him or are you trying to be like, you're trying to gross him out? I'm trying throwing to gross him out. I'm, I, I chuck it at okay. him. <laughs> Carl uh, peels it off uh, his face and sweater and uh, puts what was left uh, in his bag. Okay. Now, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Amelia? Amelia. Amelia is like torn because <laughs> she she she's, she doesn't like the entitled attitudes either, but also really didn't want the points taken. Do we still get the points taken? From the house? Yeah. Yeah, because you guys still, like, left class. I mean, to be fair, I made you guys leave class, but that's just... That's that's also fair. Don't feel bad. Amelia sort of, like, begrudgingly takes a little tuft of spider hair. Um, We'll take it. it. It knows what the potion ingredients will be for our next class. But she's going, like, what? The whole time. (laughs) <laughs> Without even saying anything, Professor Sandy, after you pick the 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 hair off the spider, Professor Sandy has a completely placid face, claps, makes the spider vanish again, just into some smoke, and she turns into a little bird, same little face, looks away from you guys and flies away without even saying anything. She's very tired of you guys. It's like a bird, gonna fly away. But well, we did not make a friend in Sandy today, guys. Oh, just <laughs> All right, well, well, is it lunch yet? Carl thinks he probably should eat something so he can quit being... Yeah, so you guys can head back to lunch. This is the end of the session for the most part. So we can, if you guys want to role play anything before, like, uh, where you guys going to... It is lunch break, so you guys can do something you want to do. What do you guys want to... It's lunch break time, so you have the freedom to do what you want right now. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. Do you guys, do you guys want to hide it the is, glass or... Well, the glass... Oh, the glass is in her bag. Okay. You guys can go back to the dorm and put the put the glass in a safe place, or you can go to lunch first. So on the way back, um, Amelia 
again, like takes the glass and the thing back at the, the roll out and shows it to them and is like, have questions. <laughs> How did Kara yeah. get out? Who confused him? And what the hell are these things? Yeah. And like, what are we going to do with like this weird, like, web from that spider's butthole <laughs> stop about the spider butt let's end there let's let's go